Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of your favorite podcast. Yay. Yay. How are right. you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing okay. It's Monday again. I feel like we got to jump to Mondays lately. Yeah, what What's is it about Mondays? I don't know. Maybe we need to drink on Mondays. Ooh, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would say that's probably a big part of it. I like it. <laughs> on yes. that note, we're going to hit it hard today. We are, actually. <laughs> yeah. So we're not joking around. We are going to drink uh, New Holland Brewing, two beers from them, mm-hmm. but both from their Dragon's Milk series. So the first one is going to be regular old Dragon's yeah. Milk. I'm going to crack this open while you tell me about New Holland Ooh, Brewing. Brewing. New Holland Brewing. Yeah, I haven't had a Dragon's Milk in a while, actually. Me neither. So and you know, nice. I bought these and I've not had either. So I bought Sweet. the first one we're having, which is just regular Dragon's Milk. Mm-hmm. And then we're having kind of a, a variant from their reserve. I'm pretty excited about that one, actually. Yeah, that was a possibility for my husband and I for our keezer. I haven't oh. ruled it out. The second beer is something we were talking we're about testing. getting for the Okay, I keezer. got it. I got it. Yeah, so there's reasons yeah nice i like it i like it if you don't know dragon's milk then i don't know where you've been living under a rock in, I mean, but um, right? this yeah. is a good example of a bourbon barrel aged beer outside of when we talked about um mm-hmm. bourbon county yeah other sort of like introductory for bourbon sure barrel because this beers. has been out since 2001 actually oh, wow. so they first released it so it's bourbon barrel aged out um and it's been around for oh long time That's now like so 20 years yeah exactly so <laughs> more than 20 we're in 2022 now i know i don't know what month it came out but yeah 2001 is when they first released it so yeah so this is another very great example of something that you could have had as your first bourbon barrel aged beer for sure cool. um so anyway so new holland is actually from holland michigan uh-huh. um so they opened in 97 so like they're mm, one of okay. the older breweries by comparison that um you know there's a lot of new breweries that we've talked about but yeah so 97 so um two two people two friends that grew up in Michigan. Brett and Jason actually started it. Um, they grew up in Michigan. They eventually, you know, like everybody else, developed a love for homebrewing. Um, Jason is since no longer with 
um, New Holland. He's moved on to other brewery. Okay. But Brett is still the CEO, president. Uh, I'm not sure which de- delegation he calls himself, but he's the head mm. of New Holland Brewing still. The boss. Yes, he's the boss. So <laughs> That's you can, the title I like to use for I myself. like that. That's good. Um, you can get New Holland in almost every state in the U.S., along with Canada, Europe, and Asia. They uh, had an agreement with Pabst, actually, for oh. their distribution. So nice. they kind of run on their coattails for distribution and can get it most places. So even though still about 40% of their sales are in Michigan, you can get it most places. And they did about 50,000 barrels in 2020. Um, So they they produce quite a bit. Um, You know, like I said, they released Dragon's Milk, which is pretty much their most popular of their beers. I was like (laughs) looking for other New Holland beers Mm -hmm. when we were discussing this episode. And initially, I was like, oh, I have this. I had the variant, the reserve beer we're going to drink next. And I was like, oh, I'll get a different New Holland beer. And you were were just like, what what are you going to, what what is there? I don't even know. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure I've had anything else by New Holland. (laughs) I really didn't come up with anything. I'm sure if my husband was sitting here, he would list maybe a couple things. They do have like like a white dragon's milk they do. or something yes, like they that do. Um, yes they have a handful of variants so but that's still dragon's milk yeah <laughs> yeah it's still said that's dragon's their, milk on i did the not can. look at what the or i don't know if it's even published anywhere what the percentage of dragon's milk versus anything else they produces but that would be definitely be an interesting statistic i would bet the majority is yes, gonna be this i agree and, and that's it's worth, variants. maybe we'll look into that because yeah, i would be totally. interested to know they also um distill started distilling whiskey rum and gin in 2005 and started selling it in 2008 so you can also get some spirits from new holland as well so it's not just this they also so so everything is very alcoholic so far i was gonna say quite (laughs) potent selection at this place yeah these are 11 percent apv is what we're drinking here so let's drink it yeah um oh and and they also um they also uh which i was sad to read they attempted a bourbon barrel seltzer last year called dragon's share so it reminded me of like angel's share when you talk about whiskey yeah okay operation so it like tainted it for me because like it's called the dragon's share and i was like yuck no 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 you you can't compare a seltzer to to a whiskey that is unpleasant to hear while i i like this i was like I don't, I, yeah. All right, let's drink this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tastes like I remember. You mm. know, I remember when I first drank a stout, it was Guinness, the mm. same one that Oh, yeah, most Guinness people, was the first stout I ever drank, yeah, for sure. Yeah, most people's first stout I think I was, was in Guinness. Ireland when yeah, I drank sure, it. Yeah, sure, right? Because I was underage in the U.S., so. I was going to say exactly the same <laughs> yeah. thing. We, I went to Ireland with my family after high school graduation. It was my senior year. Yeah. So, so probably yeah. a few short months later. Yep, for sure. I, we went to the brewery. Yeah, yeah we went to Dublin. And so. <laughs> I got two pours just like everybody else. <clears throat> because you can. And so. I tried it and found it to be, you know, disgusting. And because I still don't love it. Although I haven't had it in forever and maybe we should. We should. I uh, haven't had Guinness <laughs> in a very long time. But. What I was going to note about it is that one of the things I didn't like about Guinness is that it's a very milky, uh, very low carbonation Mm, mm -hmm. beer. And 
at the time, those were the things I didn't, didn't like, like about, about it. it. Huh, interesting. <laughs> this, while it's definitely not the same flavor, because I think Guinness is pretty thin. Of course, it's not barrel-aged. Right, right. So very different. I mean, not very different. They have some similarities. Yeah. But, yeah. But this definitely has that smooth, creamy mm-hmm. oh, mouthfeel, sure. your favorite word. I know, I know. I'm, it's growing on And me. it's, it's growing not on super carbonated, which isn't a bad thing. No, I especially really not like this type of this. beer. Yeah. I like how this tastes. Mm-hmm. I like that texture in it. I don't get a ton of aroma. Like a... Yeah. I, I don't know what... You're right. It's not as It has a good flavor. Smelling. It's yeah. got that sweet, like I said, it's a very milky uh, mm-hmm. stout. Yeah. But it doesn't have a strong aroma. It really it really doesn't. That was I'm I'm like We're both just like, here. "Oh man, are <laughs> we knows. okay?" I smell yeah, right? something, guys. I smell something. <laughs> I smell something. It's just not a very strong aroma. Don't be Everything's scared. Fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think so. When I first started drinking beer, which wasn't very long ago, actually, I didn't love like stouts. I th- yeah. I just didn't have. I haven't hadn't acclimated to it yet. So I remember I had bought some Dragon's Milk, and I didn't love it. And we used it in our chili. Oh, sure. And it made fantastic chili. I could see that. <laughs> like, it was the perfect, like, it was just a perfect addition to it. And now, I would think this would balance out, especially a spicier chili. Yeah, it was. This would balance it out beautifully. So that was, like, my first experience was, like, oh, I don't love this, but I'm going to cook with it. There it is. That's okay. <laughs> it still worked great. And now as I've, you know, gotten more into drinking it, now I enjoy it to drink, but I still feel like it has its place in my kitchen as well. I, so I think that's could great. totally see that. Um, I yeah. have a funny side note about Dragon's Ooh. Milk that's very similar. Mm-hmm. So um, I was not a big stout drinker initially mm-hmm. when I started drinking craft beer. Sure. Of course, like many people, I drank IPAs yeah. and APAs yeah. and stuff it's like that. That's kind of what you get into, yeah. Yeah, you kind of start. start there, and then you realize that there's there's good beer in the mm-hmm. world because you didn't know that before. Nope, so much of it. And every so once much. in a while, someone that just like slips in something else, and as time goes on, you grow to like other things. So sometimes many, yeah. you find favorites. Sometimes, like Lauren and myself, we love everything. Yeah, honestly, there are very few exceptions. But <laughs> so, somebody asked me the other day, "What kind of beer do you drink?" And oh. I said, "I drink beer." I can't even <laughs> answer that question anymore. I don't even know what to say. I'm just like. I uh, like most beers, and I will everything. try anything. That's usually Agreed. what I say, Agreed. is I will try anything, and I like most beers. Um, yes. But anyways, continue but your... But anyway, yes. so at the beginning, mm-hmm. I was also not a stout drinker, and I remember specifically a time my husband came home mm-hmm. with a Dragon's Milk S'mores Ooh, beer. That sounds and fantastic. Yeah, Uh <laughs> If I recall, it was fantastic, except that I did not appreciate it uh, because I wasn't I there yet, you know, like yep. experience wise. Yep, yep. And uh, he gives me a try mm-hmm. of something that I would absolutely never order mm-hmm. in a bar. And I take a small taste and I say to him, and this resonates with me every time I drink something, <laughs> this tastes exactly like what you what it should what taste like yeah. it's exactly it's tastes like s'mores it's mm-hmm. a stout it's it's got mm-hmm. all of those elements i got graham cracker i got oh, wow. marshmallow i got chocolate so, it's 
It was all there mm -hmm. in a beautiful like mixture. Mm -hmm. I just don't like it. Which is is okay, <laughs> but that means that it's a good beer though, Absolutely. because it was exactly as they intended. And I think as yeah. a result, it was kind of a turning point for me mm -hmm. because I like allowed myself to try something I would have otherwise never yeah. tried. I realized that maybe I needed to be more open-minded about beer styles that I just hadn't tried yet. Sure. And my husband, I think, is the same way. Because at that exact same time, mm -hmm. he never would have drank an IPA or a double IPA or a oh, New England. So something completely different. But Those were not his beer styles. Huh, and okay. now, while he doesn't often order that beer style, if he's like out at a restaurant or something, sure. he'll split one with me at home or he'll buy a four-pack of hot butchers latest mm -hmm. if it's something we like or want to try or sure. something like that um and and enjoy it and appreciate it in the same way that i was trying to become open-minded about were trying. <laughs> which, which is awesome um so that totally randomly made me think of something that i saw recently so there's a beer um that's a collab i believe it's um spearheaded by the pink boot society it's called tits up um and duclaw i think was the main brewery in it okay but the weird part isn't any of that the weird part is it's a new england style india pale lager whoa right like what? exactly what i saw that? it i had to take a picture of it on facebook because i was like this is something that is not a thing. I want to drink that. I know. That's why I saved it. Because I was like, yes. I don't know where to find this. But this is something yes. totally new. Totally different. And I have no idea what to expect. Yes. So if anyone it. finds it. But again, open-minded. Try something new. But I, ha I went to share that with you. Like, I have never seen this or heard of this before. Yes. And this is something totally well, New and different. And yeah. and it's lovely to think about that that's where we're at now yeah. when it comes to beer tasting. I mean, there's almost nothing I wouldn't try. Yes. With the exception of some of those beers. Some from of those the weird, weird beers. Combo yeah, yeah, yeah. The, some of those I'm not, I'm not yeah, going anywhere I re, near. I re-listened to that episode very recently. Yeah, I'm staying socially distanced from those beers. And so, I was just yeah. like, this is kind of gross. I'm glad I'm <laughs> listening to this like while I'm driving to work and not, and not like, while eating. I'm eating my lunch. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> totally understandable. But for the most part, I am willing to try any new and unique combination. So that really piqued my interest because I was like, this yes. is something totally New and different. I so, love it. Speaking um, of yeah. kind of new and gross, mm -hmm. let's talk <laughs> about the post-baby visitor time. Yes. We're going back to babies, guys. We gotta, you know, we're we years away, but we're going back babies to babies. once in a while. We yeah. got to hit on that subject once in a while because, you know, some of you might have a new baby or might be thinking yeah. about having a new baby. Mm -hmm. uh, best of luck to you with that. Yes, I for sure. I will... Right now, list for you a lot of the things <laughs> I would be willing to do for you as a visitor of a new ah, baby. Okay. Yeah. So when we were talking about uh, discussing this subject, I kind of broke it down into two categories. Okay. Uh, things that I will do when I visit somebody who has just had a baby and okay. things that I wanted when someone would visit me. Oh, and okay. the only reason that I would make the distinction is because I have some little like idiosyncrasies that kind of change those two answers but a lot of these are Going overlap. To overlap yeah totally. definitely for me mm. one of the things that i'm always more than happy to do when i visit the mom and the baby mm -hmm. is hold the baby 
so that you can take a shower slash cry on the floor. Yeah. Or whatever Probably it is. Probably at the same time. Yeah, or both. Yeah. yeah that's fine. I, I would be very comfortable. We're moms. Comfortable. We multitask. It's yeah. fine. I could probably still get a good cry in in the shower, you know. Oh, most Pretty days regularly. I probably very much could. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even have a baby who has taken every moment of me from it. Yeah. From so, myself. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yes. No. So I totally, uh, you know, I want to do that for you. You need to go and the baby's going to like cry or like need to eat or like need a pacifier or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want me to swaddle that thing mm-hmm. and hold it for like 20 to 30 minutes while you cry in the shower. Totally. I can or do that. be functional in the shower and actually clean yourself. <laughs> Whichever one it is, I'm there for you, man. That is something I can do pretty much whenever. Yeah. No, Just call me. I'll come over and I'll do it. I agree. Yeah. I also like to make food slash bring food. Uh, but I always feel like the one thing about that is when you do that, you got to be ready to do the post-dinner cleanup. Mm. If you bring a bunch of food over and you leave a bunch of pans in somebody's yeah, sink, no, you really didn't do them a that's favor. That's worse. Then it's all this stuff you yeah, got to do. Yeah, now I got to wash all these dishes. Yeah. Like, but so like, for yeah. me, what I used to do, my friends are starting to get a bit older. We don't have a lot we of friends have who have a lot of babies friends anymore. Not a lot. Handful, but not there a lot. There are yeah. some, mm-hmm. but it's, it's less often. Yes. You know, a lot... Like, you know, my brother is older than me, so when he was going through this phase, I was on the younger side. Yeah. My friends are a very big mixture. There were a couple who had kids before me. There were a couple that had kids after me. Yeah. The time period was close for the most part, mm-hmm. but there are definitely exceptions. Oh, yeah. I have friends who have real little or babies even yeah. um, that are the same age as me. Yep. And uh, I just, like feel like the baby the food thing and the the cleanup thing is mm-hmm. something that I just like would be happy to do mm-hmm. but I always liked to bring like something that was in a pan you could throw away Disposable. like the aluminum Completely. pans I have yes. like a stack of them from Costco yep. in my pantry and if I'm gonna make you like a baked masacholi mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it in the pan yep and I'll even bring you some paper plates if you want me to. Sure. Otherwise, I will do your dishes. Yep. I will do it. But I will not. Essentially, what I think of is I don't want to cause you any additional work. Yeah, that's not the point so, of my visit. Exactly. The I'm not point here is to, to try like, and make it take easier. photos with the baby. I'm here no. to like service yes. your home. What in can some I way. bring? Or I can order something for you. That I can I do can, too. Nowadays, I can just Uber eat stuff to your house. Yeah. Like. You know, if I can't come over, I can still assist in some well, way. And I absolutely love that. I wish that there was some right? of that, man. I mean, I know there's been delivery sure, forever. Sure, it's not so the same. pizza and, like, so Chinese food and stuff now. like that. Yeah. But, like, man, there is a soul food place in Bolingbrook that mm-hmm. I, like, absolutely love. And if I had just had a baby, I would definitely want some fried chicken about oh, once yeah. a week. And... <laughs> That would have been very difficult to accomplish. Yeah, when we had eight years kids, ago. for sure. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So I'm glad that that's gotten easier. And calling in food is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I've, I've also, done that. Yes. To a limited extent, and this kind of piggybacks off the other thing I said, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable babysitting. Mm-hmm. 
it's just, you know, it depends on where you're at as a new parent. You know, new parents are not necessarily comfortable with the idea yeah. of, like, leaving their child for more than the 20-minute shower yep. cry. I've Yeah, my friends have, over the years, mo- most of my friends, with the very few exceptions, kids are our kids' age. So sure. the vast majority are years into this. But back when we all had babies, there were very... Very huge variations of what people were comfortable with. Of course, I had friends that didn't leave their kids for years. Oh, absolutely. Like I had friends that were, you know, getting a babysitter in you know a couple of months. I mean, granted, we were probably those parents, but it was my parents or close friends. Yeah, but yes. there's a whole variety of what people are comfortable with. Yeah, so that's why like putting that on the list. I'm I'm cool with the sure. idea of allowing you the opportunity to like go to the grocery store you, or yeah. hit the I doctor's appointment. Yes. The things that you like kind of have to do but taking yep. the baby with is like a huge nightmare. Yes. I'd be happy to do that yep. stuff. Yeah. Even more so I think now than when I had really little or babies because yeah. now I'm kind of like I have a healthy appreciation for that time period mm-hmm. being over in my life Agreed. and I think that as a result, like holding a baby for an hour doesn't seem like a big deal because I didn't do it every All, like, single day yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> the last three months. Yes. So, like, <laughs> it's much easier when you're not in that phase to be I like, think so. I can totally help with I think this. that's why grandparents are so excited about babies. They're so far removed from one yeah. having to deal they with They don't them even remember what babies look basis. like. And then all of a sudden you show them one that right. resembles and like, them. Yeah. And they're just like, well, even I, I said to my husband, so when we were talking about talking about this, I was like, what did, What was I like when we had the baby? <laughs> like, I know, right? What did I say? I know. I like, actually, I should have I, asked my husband that. I totally did because I'm like, I don't even remember. Like, was I, What were, were we cool with, like, visitors? And I'm like, I can't imagine I wasn't because I'm a hugely social person. But, right. Um, but I'm like, I legit don't remember a lot of the first like beginnings i was so sleep deprived especially yes. with the twins yes that i was like i don't even know i don't even know who visited i i don't even know i mean so but anyways continue yes. on i will well, i will, I will let you mine. know yes. that i did not visit you after you it's had fine. the twins because i also had a very young baby yes. <laughs> so i'm apologizing for that however yeah, i was no, sort of in my own zone at the time <laughs> we're totally we're good. cool now yeah i wouldn't have have been concerned that's the other yeah. thing though i am ne- i was never offended by anyone that didn't yeah sure visit Same. me so like am i do i you know would i welcome visitors and did i yes and yeah both, both times like a handful of people visited us in the hospital both times with my first we weren't there for that long mm-hmm. um i did have c-sections with both though okay. so i was there longer than a, you know a natural birth so my oldest was an emergency c-section so we were there for a few days and then the twins well it was twins so clearly i mean right there has to be a c-section but i mean they were freaking huge so right. like i mean my boy twin was six pounds 13 ounces and 21 inches long and my girl twin was six pounds eight ounces and like 20 inches long they were the size of one normal child yeah so like it was a little bit to like get back and some recover and to do. whatnot, but we had some visitors in the hospital, and then we had visitors when we got home from sure. the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly very close friends in the hospital. Um, my one of my best friends visited after we had my oldest and came home and gave us a card, and I didn't like was totally oblivious to what the card said, but 
she signed it, Auntie Lauren and Uncle Brandon, because she told was telling us she was pregnant. And I completely oh, way over my head. Man. And it said something else in there, but like I didn't even recollect like and it didn't register for me. That's too and subtle, like, man. Yeah, and so Brandon had to be like, oh my god, congratulations. And I'm like, congratulations? What? What happened? Like, like I was completely oblivious. What happened? Did so she like, win the lottery? Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, we're having a baby. And I'm like, oh! But no, I was completely like, You're like, no, lost. I already did things. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, this happened. We're home here. He's over here. It's a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's right baby, there. Baby, right there. <laughs> so some of it was just like, I'm in, in, you know, I'm tired and whatever. Sure. But... The things that you are listing and will continue to list probably were totally the things I needed. Like, I need to shower. Yes. Please hold my baby. Or just not even hold it. Just sit here. Just and be in the room cries, with him. Pick him up or do something. Or stop him like, from crying. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Like, do. You know, like, safe for babies. Make, make that happen. And so <laughs> that would have been super helpful at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And like, Brandon went back to work. So he was gone for 24 hours at a time. So, like, whatever help that someone would be sure, willing to give yes, me, right. I would take. So yes. these are these are things that I definitely would have yes. been cool with. I didn't do then. a lot of this and I didn't I did get offers for this, but it was mostly my mother and I'm sure your mother did the same thing. Mm. But I would have gladly cleaned if somebody had yes. wanted me to. Yeah, Most yeah. people I think that's too much for them to ask you to like fold yeah. this laundry yeah. or like you know, that's you know. I other feel than like possibly the dishes after a meal, sure. you know what I mean. Dishes, Which I of course would be happy yeah. to do as well. I do feel like we need to normalize asking for help. When Absolutely, we, and we totally don't as a society. We feel like we take on it's my responsibility, and I'm going to take this on, and I don't need help, and. There are people who are willing to help us. Like, I'm willing to help my friends. But people have a really hard time asking for help. And it's also hard because if you say, like, okay, what can I do? Most people are just going to say no. Like, oh, Oh, nothing, I'm fine. thank you, though. So, like, we have to figure out how to sneakily be like, okay, I'm going to bring you dinner. What do you want? Or something. Exactly. Like, very... I'm going to do this for right. you. I'll yes. give you some option, but I'm going to do it. But right. we definitely, as a society, do not ask for help like no. we should, no. I think. Well, and I think in this last two-year experience that we've had, that's come into light like mm-hmm. very strongly with people because you've realized what it would be like to be alone. Isolated, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you realize how much you need other people in general. Yeah. And I think that as a result, I think people have realized that it's okay to feel like you want more from people. Yeah. Whatever it is, even social interaction or help or a meal or a grocery store visit. Yes. I could really use someone to stop at the grocery store for me. Like, yeah, I, you know, I asked my friend Megan, actually, she, broke or fractured whatever her foot and I was like I will go to the grocery store for me and she if you're listening is a horrible person who doesn't ask for help her and her husband are both really bad at that um, <laughs> I love them both dearly yeah but they're they have a hard time like a lot of us asking for help but yes. I m- literally should have just went to the store and been like here I don't know what you need but here's your groceries like right or something but here's those the are basics. those are things that especially as a new parent that we really need to be more okay asking for yes. help for some of these I things. I 100% so, agree. Yeah. 
So now I kind of want to talk about some of the things that I wanted slash got when I was a new mother. Okay. Um, You already said it. I wanted someone to socialize with me. Mm -hmm. So when I got home and somebody was like, I'd like to come and see you and the baby, I don't think I ever said no. I don't think I did either. Mostly because I wanted to see you. Yeah. I wanted to see people. Yeah. I I enjoyed just sitting there and chatting with you. And I think... For me, that was that overrode a lot of like other things you could have done when you visited sure. me, like make a meal or mm-hmm. let me take a shower, blah blah blah, yeah. all those things. Because honestly, I didn't need those things At as much yeah. mm-hmm. as I needed social interaction. For me, yeah. no, I totally get that. Yeah, I'm a really picky eater, which we've talked about <laughs> constantly on here. I would have to say it's got to be almost every episode. It's got to be on the bingo card. It definitely I, is right? on the bingo card. Like I'm going to make Kara's a bingo picky. card one of these Yeah, days. we should start okay. working on that. Kara's picky. Anytime, sometimes, seltzer card. comes up. I think <laughs> it's a good one. All right. Anyways, <laughs> yes. Agreed. I'm writing it down. Yes. Uh, nobody. I didn't sleep enough. That uh, always <laughs> comes up okay, we'll every day. There. Yeah. But as a result, I... I'm not super receptive to people bringing me meals they prepared. And I don't mean to sound rude or ungrateful. It's just like when you mentioned the like ordering food, I was just like, oh, that would be amazing for me. Because you would be like, what do you want? From this place. And I would say, I want fried chicken. Yeah, for sure. All right, I ordered some fried chicken. It's going to be there in 35 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And that would be perfect. And you didn't have to make fried chicken. Nope. And I got to have fried chicken. And that's what you wanted. That's so what it I works wanted. out great. Yeah. So as a picky eater, I love the idea of people ordering food yeah. as a gift or mm-hmm. whatever to me. You could give me that for my birthday. Like I literally yeah, just right? like whatever. Yeah, no, seriously. Same. <laughs> yeah. I will eat that fried chicken for my birthday. <laughs> yes. And I will be very happy yep, about agreed. it. <laughs> um I mentioned babysitting and, like, comfort levels, and you kind of talked about how you were comfortable kind of with a babysitter sooner maybe than others. Sure. I, um, clo- depends on who it was. Like, not a stranger, but close family and friends, for sure. Yeah, maybe yeah. you're not hiring the college girl down yes. the road to babysit. My current babysitter, who I hired just, like, you know, well, I mean, I actually, my even my current babysitter wasn't a stranger. She was my fr- our friend's cousin. So, yeah. like, I don't know if we've ever really had a stranger babysit our kids, to be honest with you. My babysitter is a co-worker of my husband's. Yeah. From when he used to work at a different store. Yeah. And he knew her for quite a while, and she kind of kept, like, pestering him sort of mm-hmm. about it she was like oh i love kids i would love to babysit for you hmm. she lives the ne- in the next town over oh, perfect yeah. uh she was a college student okay. and we just had her come over one day yeah. and meet the kids and meet me and mm-hmm. interact and she was just an absolute delight well it worked out and perfect. yeah that was great yeah and i honestly i don't think she would have been offended if we never asked her to babysit or if we kind of decided it wasn't mm-hmm. the right move for us sure. i don't think it would have bothered her at all she was so laid back and friendly That's awesome. yeah but, but yes i would have accepted babysitting my in-laws babysat for us uh, one or two times i think when mm-hmm. my second when my now seven-year-old was a baby mm-hmm. so we could like take him to like a doctor visit mm-hmm. and leave the older one at home yeah or uh you know my mother 
who's amazing and mm-hmm. was that person who would come and fold all my laundry. Oh, yeah, my she parents. still does sure. that. Dude, my dad, so. I will come home from work and my dad will be sitting on my couch folding the laundry that was in the dryer. Still, oh, to this day. Man. Like last That's week. That's great. Literally. That's amazing. I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't know where my dryer is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my parents, our he parents knows are where both. where the fridge yeah, is. Well, that's fair. But yeah, our parents are both amazing. And I'm sure we're like always there when our kids were, were little. Well, my, yes. my parents, my parents babysat my oldest while we went on vacation and got pregnant with our. Well, yes, but you were also, like, living We were living there because, you know, the house got turned on fire and, you know, whatever, et cetera. That story that we've... That one, that one, that one. Bingo card. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Fire. Bingo card. Fire Um, is a good one. But, yes, babysitting, for sure. Um, I would have also accepted, and I still still would accept this help, uh, folding child clothing. Oh, I hate that so much. You know what? It's not even the folding. Thankfully, the twins are old enough and to put their clothes away however when you i go into their drawers they literally just shove stuff in and so like i've given up on this fight because they dress themselves too so like if they can't find the shirt they want it's their own fault yes but the whole process is one of the my least favorite things absolutely yes my children do they both do put their own clothes away yes pretty much 100 percent of the time and my oldest, like, does everything. He'll mm-hmm. fold. Oh, nice. He'll even do a load of laundry yeah. with prompting. I mean, okay. he's not just like, oh, my camper's right. getting full. My twin I boy's do laundry, laundry currently is, like, as tall as him. The height and of I was the like, uh, dude, you, you need to bring it down to the laundry and, like, do a load. It literally is going to fall over his right. dirty clothes He's, basket. like, tossing things yes. on top I'm because like, he can't oh see my the God. top. You're going to run beautiful, out of clothes beautiful. very soon, very soon. Yeah. So I will say, I and mean, actually this happened quite a bit today. We did a lot of laundry mm-hmm. and they were great. And That's good. I, I have complained about <laughs> my children's level of effort in the past, <laughs> but they're going the right direction. Good. And I That's feel good. really good about that. Awesome. That's a little off topic, but I will say that having even my own children mm-hmm. help do things, help with things around the house is a huge comfort. Oh, for and, sure. Uh, and yeah. it was a comfort to have people kind of help when I was in a place where there really, was a load yeah. of baby clothes on the chair when you mm-hmm. stopped by. And if you stood up and you started folding it, I probably would not have stopped you. Yep. I wouldn't have been like, oh, no, no, you don't have to do that. I would have been like, oh, hey, thanks for doing Thank that. Yes. The room is upstairs. <laughs> yeah. It's down the hall on the right. <laughs> not the left. The, the right. right, okay? Yeah. So, like, drawers, it's going to be just, obvious yeah, just put once it you get there. Fine. You open the drawer. It's got onesies in it. Put the onesies in that one. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah? No? I... Yeah, Th- those tasks that were just like tedious to do, those were the things that would definitely be helpful. So, yeah, I don't, I really sometimes don't remember like the first, well, the twins, I don't remember like the first year of their life. So I remember like flashes of things. Like, <laughs> I remember the day after they got, we came home from the hospital because we went for a walk and left and everyone said I was crazy because I was walking around Cantigny with two five-day-olds and uh-huh. a two-year-old. So I remember that, and we, like, laid them down on a blanket, and they just kind of sat there and stared. Um, but I don't remember 
like my mom and my godmother, because we had just moved in two days before the twins were born and I was in the hospital for a day. So literally I was living in that house for a day. I hadn't unpacked my kitchen. I hadn't unpacked boxes. I hadn't done anything. So like they unpacked all of our stuff. They put everything away. Like they were a huge help. And you know, my, my mom, my dad was retired before we even had kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom retired when we had my oldest. So then both of my parents were retired. So they could help us a ton and my in-laws were not. Um, so, you know, they, they couldn't help us as much, but my parents were, were definitely help helping all the time. Now we, you and I were both very receptive to having guests and friends and things like that over. I have a handful of friends that weren't, they were very standoffish or they had some postpartum and they were struggling and they didn't want people around. So, you know, there's a different ends of the spectrum on what people are comfortable with. I am a social person almost always. Like I can't even imagine I yes. can't recall a time when I haven't wanted to converse with someone. I know. Very right? rarely am I like, no, I really just don't want to talk about well, it. Very rarely. And the funny <laughs> thing is, you know, we record these episodes of the podcast and we hover around the like 35 to 45 mm-hmm. minute mark with the episode. Yep. The amount of time that Lauren and I talk when we Before record. Before and after is like double <laughs> what we actually if post. I, if I just yeah. hit record when we sat down and oh you guys God, it'd be like got to hours, listen to yeah. me <laughs> complain about how hard bedtime was and normal stuff same yeah episodes would be three times the length for sure because we yeah. we are more both we just like to socialize we'll yes. talk about nothing yeah. and nothing it'll just go and on for 15 minutes <laughs> yeah so that's me and so when i had kids i was the same like sure, i wanted yeah. to socialize having that interaction with other people especially sometimes when i was at home for 24 hours with a baby yeah who doesn't talk and my husband was gone like that's what i wanted yeah but i definitely have friends that were the complete opposite and wanted to just be alone or with the baby or, you know, didn't have the energy or desire to socialize with other people. So, you know, there's different people have different things. And sometimes even those people need help, though. But you need to figure out how to help that person. Yeah. Well, I think you could go back to the whole, like, I'm going to order food for you. Exactly. I'm going to drop off groceries. I'm going to drop off some. They don't need to see you if that's not what they want. So there's totally different things. You can always do something. It's just understanding what a person is comfortable with. What they need from you. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want them to feel uncomfortable because it's already hard as hell to, like, have a newborn. Yeah, they're already uncomfortable. (laughs) It's already hard. definitely don't want to make it harder. Um. But to understand what they need is key and to help with that, especially for, you know, our good friends that we that's what we want. Um, So sometimes it's going to be to be there for them and sometimes it's going to be to help them in in other ways. And you have to figure out what that looks like for that individual person. You know, I think having a baby now is very different than having a baby when we had a baby too. Uh Because like even my husband was saying, he's like, I mean, we we let anybody come over who wanted to. We just said, hey, don't be sick and wash your hands. Like, but we weren't crazy about Mm -hmm. like, you know, anything else or wear a mask or do any of that. Like, it's very different. And the one thing he did remind me of that I didn't really think about was we weren't keen on people kissing the newborn. Oh, sure, sure. So, and it's weird to say that or think that. And, like, nowadays I feel like less people would be apt to do that. Sure. But that was something that we were like, yeah, maybe, you know, 
you can hold the baby, but, you know, try not to breathe too much on it and kiss them too much. Yeah. You know, it's funny with everything that's going on currently, I struggle to understand what it would be like to yeah. have a newborn right now. I'm not now. sure how I would react, to be honest. I don't think I would be that... I don't think I would be You would completely isolate yourself? No, I definitely would not. And I also don't think I would be super overly cautious. I would probably be very similar. Wash your hands. Don't come over if you're sick. Yeah. You know, and those kind of things. Well, you and I have those conversations. Literally every week. With each other. Like, okay, is anybody sick? How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, And we were just like, hey, you know, he came home with the sniffles yesterday. Are sniffles okay or not okay? Right. Not okay. Cool. See you next week. Right. Totally. Sometimes it means putting out episodes less often. And honestly, we just do what feels right to us. Which is totally fine. And that's how I think I would probably be now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like we you know illy we have a really good friend who you know has a six-month-old and you know i think it was probably hard for them to navigate that too but like we saw her right before she had the baby and then saw her recently and her baby's the cutest baby like ever Uh um but you know i did even cuter because she's not your baby also very true but i did ask i was like do you want us to wear masks like yes if you do cool like totally fine if you don't also cool Whatever you want. Like just we, say it. Just yeah, tell me what you want. We did cancel one time because I said the kids are all had the sniffles, et cetera. I'm not going to come over. So we canceled and then we rescheduled because I was yes. like, all right, that's what we're going to do. But if you want me to wear a mask around your kid, I totally will. I'm leaving sure, that up to yeah. you. It's your sure. house, your kid, whatever you're comfortable with. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I would. And actually, she didn't ask us to either, but... I would totally do that if someone wanted us to, you know? Yes. And honestly, we probably should have maybe been doing that back in the day even. Like, I don't, you know. I I'm do <laughs> think there are moments that I look back at where I'm kind of like, well, maybe that was a bit borderline, you know? Yeah. Like, like for example, mm-hmm. I don't know if this would have gone differently or not, mm-hmm. but for example, when my seven-year-old was born, mm-hmm. my older son was sick. Oh. He had a cold. Oh, okay. Not bad sick. But sick. But he had a cold. And because yeah. he was two and a half, as oh. most parents will tell you, it's really hard to gauge how sick they For actually sure. are. For <laughs> sure. You have no idea. his nose is running, so I can tell that he's got a runny nose. Yeah. And if he had a fever, which he did not. Right. But if he had had a fever, then I would be able to tell that. But it's that. only the outward symptoms. You but have no idea at that age. They don't tell you your throat hurts or they're nope. having trouble breathing. No or you don't know those no. things. You don't know them. And that's Mm-mm. what led to when my son had the tonsil abscess oh, and had to have yeah. his tonsils out. And that whole disaster, that whole yeah. thing, it was that we had moments where we really could not gauge how, how he felt. It was, yeah. And he was older then, but even when, It's you still know. hard for kids to, oh my to communicate. Like, so our oldest is autistic and he has no idea how to communicate when anything hurts him. He can say something hurts, but it's always, he always says his ear hurts because he has a history of ear infections, but it's not his ear. Like sure. something hurts, but it could be his knee and he'll say his ear. Oh, it could be man. his head. It could be his tooth. We have zero idea what is actually hurting right. him. So it's literally a guessing game and we take him to the doctor and they're like, nothing, everything's fine. And we're like, ah, maybe his stomach hurts. Maybe he has to go to the bathroom. I have no yeah, clue. Yeah, you so just he's an extreme case because zero idea. 
But even the twins who are very communicative, like yes. we were somewhere and they're like, those kids talk a lot. And I was like, yes, they do. They talk a lot. <laughs> um, but even them, sometimes it's hard for them to understand where things are coming from. And even for us, sometimes like if my ear hurts, it might be because my sinuses it might be because I have a toothache. It might like, there's yes. so many different things yes. that you're like, something hurts, but I can't it's hard pinpoint, to pinpoint what? what and yeah well yeah so exactly yeah. well and the, and i will say the flip side of that is the older you get the more you think you're having a heart attack rather than time. having indigestion yeah <laughs> literally i'm like well what doesn't hurt my today chest hurts. Like, am i dying or yeah. did i just just like eat did I too much some, like tongs like what yeah, so ag- agreed. I feel like I'm falling apart most days. Yes, so, I've had many times yeah. <laughs> where I'll note some kind of ailment. I'll be like, well, there's this weird sore in my mouth. I either have cancer <laughs> or, or I just, bit that yes. spot and it hurts now. Yes. And you're just sort of like, I'll just keep an eye on it. We'll see where we're at yeah, in two weeks. Right, exactly. That's if totally... I start to forget the faces of my family, then it's probably like, cancer. It's a big deal, yeah. All right, so uh, first of all, I never read the back of this. So okay, dragon's bring it milk. on. Throughout the ages, dragon's milk has been a term used to describe potent ales and elixirs worthy of celebration, a reward at the end of a journey. So that's nice. where the dragon's milk comes from. So now we're going to drink the reserve with salted caramel. Mm-hmm. So our latest legend is aged for three months and bourbon barrels and layered with sweet and salty caramel flavors. Um, so before we drink this, I will say one other fact about New Holland is they are now, as of November, the largest fully independent craft brewer in Michigan. So nice. Bell's was forever. Right. But Bell's sold in November of 2021 yes. to a subsidiary of Japan's uh, Curran. Yeah. So now they're owned by a conglomerate, like they're uh-huh. owned by a big company. Right. So now New Holland is actually the largest wow. completely independent craft brewer in Michigan. So with Good that, congratulations, Dragon's Milk Reserve. Let's try salted caramel, huh? Salted caramel. Okay, so this does smell caramely to mm-hmm. me. And it definitely and it tastes, tastes caramely. Ooh, I like this one. I was going to say, <laughs> but not too caramel. This is good. No, this is really good. Because it's not like, it's like that, it's quite like how your mouth is coated after you chew one of the ridiculously caramely caramels that stick in your teeth. Uh-huh. But like, it's the after. It's like what your mouth feels like. Yes. After you act, like eat yes. that. And it's that coating that yes. you're talking about. That's I get how what you're this saying. tastes to me. This is good. It is, Ooh. it is very sweet. I... I don't think you could get a cuser of this. Yeah, I, think I would it'd be like too much. this bottle, and I could share yeah. it with somebody, and yes. I could share a couple bottles of For this sure. comfortably. Oh, I, I would, don't yeah. know if I want a keg of it. I don't know. I don't know. Let's think on it. Let's drink this small could, sample I could, that I still I could, have. I could think on it. I just, I don't know how much I could drink in a sitting of this. It would be right. a very small. Like this is probably pretty pretty perfect. good for you. You know. It's funny that you say it that way, though, because a lot of times when we talk about beer for the keezer, yeah. we talk about how nice it is to be able to have a small sample of something. Yeah. So, like, if you're hanging out and you drink a 12-ounce or a 16-ounce mm-hmm. of something, yeah. and you're kind of done for the night, but you're like, well, maybe I'll have a little, a little, a little bit from the keezer is kind of perfect. And we used to have a maple barley wine mm. in the keezer, mm-hmm. and that was how I drank that. 
was that's... that I would have a little bit every now and then. It was almost never that it was like the full, the full pour pint, yeah. I drank. This is really good. It's really good, though. It's very good. Definitely salted caramel. I mean, that's exactly... I can't describe it any other way. It's exact, exactly what it is, is. But this is... It is very, very good. So, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, New so Holland. Hopefully good. you learned some things that... Yeah. We learned some things about each other's <laughs> uh, feelings on new baby visiting. Yes. Uh, but, you know, little pointers that... We Maybe have for everyone. Reach out to people in your lives that this applies to. Absolutely. So. That sounds good. Fantastic. All right. See you next time, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Cheers.